This episode of Rule Breaker Investing is brought to you by Away. Away makes first-class luggage at coach prices that allow you to charge your phone on the go. That's right, right from your luggage. For $20 off your order, go to awaytravel.com fool and use the promo code fool. That's awaytravel.com fool, promo code fool. And also brought to you by Thumbtack. Thumbtack.com matches you with the right local professionals for any project. Go to Thumbtack.com to find pros for everything from home improvement to event planning to personal wellness and more. That's Thumbtack.com. It's the Rule Breaker Investing Podcast with Motley Fool co-founder David Gardner. Welcome back to Rule Breaker Investing. This podcast has taken you on quite a journey so far this June. We went into the future with Zach Cantor a couple of weeks ago. Then last week, an episode entitled Market Drops and 10-Year Pops by the ever-talented Rick Engdahl, who's not just the producer for this show, but also names every one of our episodes. We also inserted a special Rule Breaker Extra for those of you who spent a little time with me from Friday over the weekend. I hope you enjoyed that. And today we're going to be picking some stocks. As promised last week, every 10 Rule Breaker Investing podcasts or so, it's time to pick out my magic wand. Hope it's still got a little pizzazz in it and start aiming it at stocks on the market saying, we like these and let's track them together and see how they do. So I was casting about for what theme to pick for this list of five stocks this week. And it occurred to me that the market has done really well. And a lot of people think that the market is cruising for a bruising at some point, and maybe you do too, and maybe it is. It's not mine to say. But I did think, what would a rule breaker do in the face of lots of thoughts that the market's been too good? And I think the answer is a rule breaker would go against conventional wisdom and specifically identify this week five stocks that are at new highs and say, I like these over the next several years. So, our five-stock list this week are going to be all stocks that are making new all-time highs. And yes, I like them now, going forward, because going forward is all that matters to any of us right now as investors. In keeping with the topsy-turvy, reverse-dipsy-do approach this week, I'm going to go reverse alphabetical order with these five ticker symbols. So, we're going to kick it off with stock number one. And stock number one is Zillow Group, ZG or Z if you like the C shares. Zillow Group, of course, the online real estate portal with listings that include its Zestimates, its use of presumably artificial intelligence or something like that that attempts to put a price on every house in your neighborhood, and a company that has been super serving local realtors where it butters its bread these days, getting ads paid for by people who want to represent you with your listing. And these days, Zillow is not just about houses, it's also about apartments and rentals, and it is a large and growing portal. Zillow I first picked for Rule Breakers in September of 2011. It has been a fine nearly six years now. The stock, as I speak, at $47.30, just tripped over the 400% return mark. It is up 400.2%. That is a five-bagger for those keeping score at home. It's been a pretty awesome six years or so with Zillow. In the past year, this stock is up 40%. So, it's up 40% looking backwards over the last 12 months to its new high. And for each of the five stocks, because these are stocks that are high flyers, 
by nature. They are at or near all-time highs, and they've done quite well. In fact, for each one, I'm going to mention how it's done over the last year. And spoiler alert: Zillow up 40% over the last year is the one that's done worst. So the ones coming down the pipe here have all done better than Zillow over the last year. So I think it's incumbent upon me to make sure I mention how volatile these kinds of stocks can be. And I know I'm speaking to rule breakers, so I'm pretty sure you already knew this, but I just want to double underline the volatility of these kinds of winning stocks. And so for each, I'll mention its most death defying drop over the last two years. And for Zillow, Zillow went from $35 a share in mid October of 2015, just three months later, from 35 to 17, touching down at 17 in mid February 2016. That's, that's a drop of 51% in three months. Can you stomach something like that? Well, I sure hope you can, because you're probably going to need to for these kinds of companies. If you want to be a winner over the long term, you have to be a loser in the short term. And I was holding it back then, and I certainly felt like a loser when it got cut in half in three months with a lot of people asking questions on our Rule Breaker discussion board. What's up with Zillow? Well, what's up with Zillow? Let's hope it goes up. That's what we're banking on here. And I'm going to say each of these stocks, which I'll type into my caps page. I'm TMF Spiffy Pop at caps.fool.com. You can see my picks. I'll type in any of these I don't already have on my scorecard. But for each of these, I'm thinking in a two to four year time frame going forward. So, of course, I'll be invested often in these for five plus years, as you'll see we have been. But for the purposes of scoring, we're playing a two to four year game with this week's podcast. Stock number two this week is Wayfair. The ticker symbol is W. Wayfair, of course, the online furniture retailer, a company that these days gets about half of its revenue from its house brands. That's its private label brands, which are completely exclusive, untappable by others. Like Amazon, this is a company that is losing money. It has not made money yet. It is a public company,、uh, but one that we like a lot, and the market has liked it a lot because Wayfair over the last 12 months is up 85 percent. I first picked this stock with the help of my friend and partner Aaron Bush in March 2016. Stock's up about 73 percent for us in Rule Breakers. I hope it's up for you. I hope you're a Rule Breakers member. Um, if you are, you're pretty happy with Wayfair. We had to sit through some tough times. In fact. What was the death-defying drop made by this stock? Well, in mid-August of last year to mid-September of last year, if you're keeping score at home with me, that would be one month. In a single month, it went from 57 to 32. You were down 44 percent in a single month. And by the way, over the last year, you're still up 85 percent overall. So Wayfair has been a stellar performer, even though the company is not making money. It is growing sales really well, and in an online commerce world where these companies look like they're the winners, and the ones that have bricks and mortar are the losers for the most part, Wayfair has certainly caught、uh, investors' eyes. So the stock is at about seventy-four dollars and fifty cents as I speak, and the market cap on this company is six billion dollars. By the way, spoiler alert: all of these companies have market caps below. Ten billion dollars. Zillow was at nine billion. Wayfair is at six billion. Spoiler alert: the next three are all smaller than that. Stock number three up,、oh, but it's time to pay the piper. Thanks to Away for supporting our podcast. Away makes affordable, high-quality suitcases that charge your phone. And start at just two hundred twenty-five dollars. By cutting out the middleman, Away is able to offer the perfect luggage made with high-quality materials at a much lower price, especially compared to similar-quality luxury luggage. 
competitors. It comes in a variety of colors and four sizes, and all costs less than $300. Away has designed the perfect suitcase to make your travel experience stress-free. It has two USB ports and a high-capacity battery, which allows you to charge multiple devices on the go, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, so you never have to worry about a dead phone or fight for an outlet with the other poor sops at the airport. Away comes with a lifetime warranty and a risk-free 100-day trial period. Now, from a personal experience, I have to admit, I haven't yet gotten to try the Away luggage. It was given to our ultra-cool, lucky market foolery team. So, when they went to South by Southwest earlier this year, they got to take Away luggage with them. And uh, it's pretty cool. You get to charge it right there. That's what they were doing at the airport. If it's a little heavy for you, you can remove the battery pack. So, it's your call. Plus, you're going to get free shipping anywhere in the lower 48 states. Away does have a special offer just for listeners of this show. So, for $20 off your order, just go to awaytravel.com slash fool and use promo code fool at checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash fool, promo code fool. All right, now stock number three. Stock number three is Impinge. That's Impinge with a J on the end. The ticker symbol is PI. The stock is trading today around well, fifty-four dollars and fifty-four cents. Fifty-four fifty-four. The stock I first picked for rule breakers in December of last year. So it's just about six months old, and it's been a pretty sweet six months for investors. We're up forty-two percent in Impinge. Now the business of Impinge, on the face of it, doesn't sound that initially exciting. Well, maybe you are excited by radio frequency identification RFID devices. So those are the tags that you'll see placed on everything from packages to manufactured goods, put there by people who want to track where that thing is. So RFID tags, initially an exciting concept when it came out maybe 10 years ago or so, really it's older than that, but pretty commoditized these days. These tags are really cheap, and it's hard to have much of an edge, except that Impinge has done a great job building a platform around the RFID tags. So, advanced readers um, and software that enables you to track everything much more efficiently, they're basically adding value to RFID. This is a company that has spurted in recent weeks because it's allied with Amazon, and even an announcement like Amazon buying Whole Foods, which happened last week, gave Impinge a 19% bounce the same day that Whole Foods got a 27% gain. So Impinge is trading slightly sub $1 billion, and the stock is literally up 94% in the last three months. Now, would you buy a stock like that? This stock has just about doubled in the last three months. Would you recommend buying that today? You betcha. That's what we're doing. We'll see how it works out. I do need to mention it's death-defying drop. This one actually occurred before I recommended it, but from October 2016, the stock went in one month from 37 to 24. So you were suffering with a 35% knee capping in just a few weeks. And you can see that that's fairly common for these kinds of stocks. Last thing I'll mention is that this company is a recent IPO. In fact, it's IPO'd within the last year. It is up 200% since its IPO. And this is a real 200%. This isn't one of those where it IPO'd big on the first day and it made it look like it had a big gain, even though the first public market investors like you and me who would be buying it wouldn't have gotten or enjoyed that first day gain. Nope, these gains have happened since then. The stock has about tripled. We'll see where it's headed into the future. Let's watch it together. Stock number four. Again, reverse alphabetical order. We've gone Z, W. By the way, those two companies, Zillow and Wafer, both own 
one-letter ticker symbols. I did introduce Zillow Group as ZG, which is what the A shares are, but they have Z as well. So, Z and W, it's hard actually to be a relatively new company and have one of those coveted one letter ticker symbols. PI was Impinge. The next one is a P as well, and it's Pega Systems. The ticker symbol is P E G A. Pega Systems develops, licenses, and supports software for automating, tracking, and analyzing complex interrelated tasks. Now, what might that sound like, you ask? And if you go to the company's webpage, which is just pega.com, you'll see at the top of the webpage, as I'm looking at today, a quote from PayPal. And it's from customer service at PayPal. And here's the big pull up quote on the front page of Pega Systems' website. It says, We're able to predict that you're going to call before you need to actually contact us. So if that sounds like artificial intelligence, then I think you're starting to figure out why Pega Systems has been one of the best performers on the market over the last year. This stock is up 115% over the last 12 months. Pega Systems today is a $5 billion company. Its death-defying drop, well, that occurred from November 2015 when it was trading at 30, and then by mid-February 2016, that's just 3 months. The stock went from 30 to 20. That's a 33% drop. But Pega Systems overall has been a stellar performer. I recommended it first in Motley Fool Stock Advisor in October 2011. It's up 245% since then. It even spent some time in the penalty box, as users of Motley Fool Stock Advisor will remember. Pega Systems sports a CEO, Alan Treffler, who is a past chess champion. This is a smart company making its partners smarter through the use of this AI software. So, Pega Systems is a company, despite having risen, 115% over the last year. And yes, despite having clocked in right now at all time highs, yep, I like it going forward next few years. And stock number five. Well, we have two advertisers this week, which we're pretty proud of here at The Motley Fool. We want to thank Thumbtack.com for supporting our podcast. Thumbtack makes it easy to find and hire skilled local professionals for any project on your to-do list. Thumbtack has pros offering over 1,000 different services in all 50 U.S. states for your home, events, or anything in between. They help you find the right professional that's available when you need them, reviewed and verified, and within your budget. Submitting a request is quick. It's simple, it's free. Just answer a few questions about what you're looking for. And within 24 hours of submitting your project, you're going to have up to five estimates from local pros that match your criteria. Check out their prices and their reviews. Chat with them directly if you need more information. Thumbtack.com is pretty much a brand new advertiser for us here in 2017, so I haven't gotten on to use it yet. But think about those summer weddings. Think about, well, are you like my assistant Jennifer who just moved? Summer is a moving season for many. There are backyard projects, almost anything that comes to mind where you need some help. Check out thumbtack.com. Thanks again to Thumbtack for supporting us. You can download its app or go to thumbtack.com to find and hire local skilled pros for just about anything you need. That's thumbtack.com. And stock number five this podcast. And it's going to be in the I category. Any guesses? Well, if you said Intuit, you're wrong, because it's iRobot. The ticker symbol is IRBT. iRobot has been a monster performer over the last year. It's up 165%. So, you're listening to a podcast where the crazy host is saying he still likes the stock going forward, even after it's up 165% over the last year. 
iRobot tips the scales at about $3 billion today as its market cap. I first recommended it in Motley Fool Rule Breakers. This one was more than 11 years ago. We've held it since December of 2005. And if you think this is one of my 30 baggers, you'd also be wrong about that. Unfortunately, the stock's really only up 211% over our almost 12 years of having held iRobot. And most of that 211% has come in the last year. If you heard me say earlier, this stock is up 165% over the last year. So sometimes you have to wait a long time. But Colin Angle, the iRobot CEO, declared that his technology. Recently, he said this is, quote, at the explosion stage on the maturity curve, end quote. Now, you might imagine, we were thinking robots in 2005. Robots still aren't that much in evidence here in 2017, so we might have been a little ahead of the curve, but CEO Angle thinks we're hitting the explosion stage of the curve, and probably you know of this company's primary product, which is the Roomba, the vacuum cleaner, the number one seller of any kind sold in the U.S. last year. The company also has the Brava, that's with three A's in it, family of floor cleaners, and its sales nearly doubled last year. The company's doing very well in China. And interestingly, over the course of the time that we've held iRobot, it dispensed with its military robots. So it was focused there and somewhat scattered. So it's really become more of a pure play on the consumer robotics market. Now, yes, this company has had a death defying drop in the last couple of years. It was mid December of 2015, and you sat there in the soup for two months watching the stock go from 38 to 28. That was a 26% drop in just two months. So we need to be prepared for these kinds of things. As you ride the bucking Broncos of this week's podcast, we hope to rule breaker glory. So just below $100 a share, around $97.92 as I speak, this company is indeed at or near its all time high. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. It was really fun to share these companies with you, four of them from Motley Fool Rule Breakers and one from Motley Fool Stock Advisor. For any that I don't already have typed in to my CAPS page, free at caps.fool.com, where I'm TMF Spiffy Pop, you'll see them there this week. And yes, we'll check in a year or two hence and see how we're doing with these. And please remember the radical experiment that we've practiced this week. And do remember that these stocks are very volatile, which is why I mentioned death-defying drops. And do remember that all of them are at or near all-time highs, and that's where I want to close this week's episode, because those of you who really know the Rule Breaker's approach know that Rule Breaker trait number three is strong past price appreciation. We like that in a world where other people often say the way to make money is to buy low and sell high, the implication often being that you have to look for things that are down, that have gotten knocked over. And that's what low means. But really, what we see as rule breakers is, looking backwards five or ten years, we often see that we were, in fact, buying low. Even though, at the time, those stocks were often at or near all-time highs and often look overvalued to lots of market observers. So, I'm pretty sure not all five of these is going to work out here over the next several years, but we'll hope that the ones that work out, work out well enough to bring the others up and give us another market-beating basket of five stocks. You can check out past episodes of Rule Breakers and all the Motley Fool's podcasts at our podcast center. Just go to podcasts.fool.com. And while you're there, you can check out our flagship service, Motley Fool Stock Advisor, whence Pegasystems was drawn. A new issue of Stock Advisor comes out the third Friday of the month with two new stock recommendations from me and my brother, Tom Gardner. Or check out rulebreakers.com to learn more about that service, the one that focuses on disruptive companies like, for example, Impinge, Wayfair iRobot, and Zillow. 
and whatever else we're going to pick next. So, I hope if you're not already subscribed both to Rule Breakers and Stock Advisor, you'll take a hard look at each. Now, next week, it is the last week of the month, and you know, Rule Breakers listener, it's going to be time for mailbag. So, get your emails in to rbi at fool.com or tweet us out at RBI Podcast on Twitter. Until then, Fool on. As always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks they talk about, and The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against. So, don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. Learn more about Rule Breaker Investing at rbi.fool.com. 